This is the Business Storytelling Show, a top global marketing podcast listened to in more than 100 countries, live streamed on social media, and broadcast on DBTV. Christoph Trapp chats with industry leaders to help your company tell better business stories. Here's today's episode. Let's go, business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Christoph Trapp here, episode 620, I think. Is that what I saw there? We're moving right along here. Today, we want to talk about LinkedIn. And you know what? I see you on LinkedIn. Everybody posting stuff like, great post, following. I'm not sure that even works on LinkedIn, my friend, my friends. Um, You know, stuff like that. Very, very generic stuff. So how do you do that better? Uh, Engage AI is one of those tools that you can try. And certainly you can check out the link in the bottom and you can also scan the QR code up there. That might be the first time I'm pointing the correct way on a live stream. So really appreciate their support today for today's episode as well. And um, we're talking to Jason Tan about what is the software about? How does it work? How does it write better comments? AI, right? It's all through AI. But I'm always curious, how does it work? And is it really better than people just commenting stuff like, great post, awesome thoughts, thanks for posting? I mean, it has to, right? Let's find out. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Super excited to share with you what we guys do at the Engage AI. So, you know, when I heard about um, when I heard about Engage AI, and I mean, it's certainly a problem out there, people posting comments that are just a waste of time, right? They're not really engaging. They're not really sharing anything unique. So your product came out and kind of tries to solve that problem for the busy people that still try to connect on LinkedIn. So kind of tell us about it if you can. Exactly. So a lot of people, they have way they are commenting to say, uh, hey, thanks for sharing. I love your great insight. Really, they are deploying that uh, commenting for getting attention strategy. It is a proven strategy using many platforms from Twitter, Facebook, in IG to LinkedIn. It's a proven strategy. The problem is it takes time and takes take challenge. So if you really want to get uh, much better attention, thank you for sharing great insight. It's not going to cut it. So that is what Engage AI is about. Engage AI, help them to get over the writer's block, help them to get different ideas, and give them some... Uh, starting point to start with and where they always have a chance to edit it at their personal touch. We always, always uh, want to have the human in the loop. And that is what Engage AI does. And as you saw on the screen, um, as they mouse over, we figured it out what the content is the post and we put together the context together with the tone that the user can choose, whether it's answer, uh, agree, um, funny or disagree or maybe asking question putting those together our product will then draft the comment for user to 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 start with and that is how engage ai works you know what's interesting to me is i mean certainly ai is currently in the headlines right everybody wants to try this ai here ai there uh you know whatever but certainly the thing i have learned with ai and i think some people were already you know they already shot, shot themselves in the foot. They just go, they don't read it again, right? They just go, hey, yeah. I need a comment for LinkedIn. Or like they say stuff like, 
write me something, you know, for whatever. And and here's what I do, my friends. I actually take the podcast, um, this podcast right here, I upload it to Otter, Otter transcribes it, then I put it into Cloud AI, and Cloud AI writes in my article, my first draft of my article. Sometimes it is hallucinating. That is the official term. And it just exactly. makes stuff up. So you have to read it. You have to edit it. That's similar in your product too, right? I mean, people have to read it, make sure it's still fine. That is correct. And if I were to put you in, if I were to put that in a, a, an analogy, is that we are going to really see three different kind of group in the world, right? There's one that is completely resisting using the AI. Then the second group where you and I are talking about how we use the AI to assist us with the foundation work, with the framework, with the with the baseline, and then who will overkill with the AI where they just use the AI to do to automate the entire thing. Now, I imagine that the world that who's going to benefit from the AI or not the AI is the people in that group in between. We are not really asking the AI to replace us that pump out some rubbish content or pump out the rubbish comment or in any given way. What we are asking is, give me the, the baseline and I will work from that. And that it's just going to be much, much faster than people who don't want to use it and completely resist it at all. And that is really the bottom line that I think we all should embrace with AI, but also treat it with an open mind. It's a great example, Chris, I love it. I appreciate it. I mean, I see that all the time. People do that. And so how many people are using Engage AI right now actively on LinkedIn? Roughly how many? I think you told me a number a few weeks ago. <laughs> we have got 45,000 users around the world since we launched in January this year uh, with zero app spending. Um, so, and it is also generating revenue. So we are super, super thankful of uh, all these early adopters. And um, while you're still showing the screen, we actually have users from all around the world. And what get me really is that on the second and the third screen, Engage AI can actually do it in any language in multilingual. So we have coded in the way that's smart enough to figure out what is the native language of the post. So if it is Japanese, it will write in Japanese. If it is in German, it will write in German. And people get just anything from the, from the user that I spoke with. I was told that they are quite spot on. <laughs> you know, I, so certainly I'm bilingual and, you know, sometimes, I mean, but, but I do most of my work in English nowadays. So when I see something in German, you know, like I can change my keyword to the German key, keyboard, my keyword, my keyboard to the German keyboard, but it's kind of a pain, quite frankly, right? So if you can <laughs> do this, um, you can just say in German, you respond in German, here's my tone, and then you can read it because editing in German on an American keyword, keyboard is certainly way, way easier. Now, the one thing I see floating by here as we're seeing the, the demo is the different tones. And I've had mixed experiences mm. When it comes to tones right sometimes i'm like yeah it's right on like not in your tool but like in other tools like i don't know if that's funny do you know what i mean Please. i know i know writing funny is really hard quite frankly to begin with absolutely but how do you pick the right tone or how do you know what tone to pick 
I would really say it comes down to how much you know the prospect or the client that you are keeping in touch. So I usually would use the funny tone if I already have a established relationship with the prospect or the client where I know they are okay uh, with the joke that I make. But if they are not, if they are someone still new, I would just go with friendly or asking question. That is the way that I would really, really approach it. But what I would equally encourage everyone to do is to write their custom tone. So as it, as it mouse over, um, that is a link where people can click to go to the setting page. And that is where the real, even more magic that will happen, where user can actually write the, the uh, custom prompt. So let's just say, for example, um, this is how I would write a custom prompt. Let's just say, for example, a lot of those tones that we pre-configure, it doesn't try to sell anything. But there will always be opportunity for me to promote my product or my services, right? So I would write a custom tone in talking about some part about the post, but also sort of like highlight what Engage AI can do and ask them to check it out for a free services. And when you write the custom prompt, it's very, very much similar like Go to use chat GPT, write the prompt, and then uh, um, use that prompt. So the, the idea is exactly the same. It's pure English common, English language, and the AI or engage AI will understand it. Yeah, very interesting. Now, um, certainly I see the value in commenting. I comment all the time. I even comment on my own posts. When people leave a comment, I'll reply to them, you know, with something. I don't try to say, oh, thank you for commenting. Sometimes I have an emoji. If I really don't know what else to say, sometimes mm -hmm. I do say thank you if they do give me a compliment or something. Uh, but I always try to respond, and I know the value is certainly there. But how do people, what are your tips, and, and maybe your tool helps with this too, your software helps with this as well, is how do you even know who whose posts to comment on? That is a great, great question. I'm, I'm so glad that you bring it up, Chris. I have about 10,000 first level connection uh, that I have built up over the year. The truth is a lot of those connections are not really that matter or that important for what we do right now. The reality is I only have about 100 people that I care about, that I am trying to build a relationship. I am trying to prospect. I am maintaining the relationship. And the problem with that, though, is that when I go to LinkedIn, LinkedIn doesn't sell me about those 100 people that I care about. They sell me whatever people that they want to sell me because of all the various interactions that I have got on the platform and et cetera and everything. So, it is a bit of a waste of time that I have to actually save them in a spreadsheet, click on them, and then go to uh, their profile just to check whether they post or not. Engage AI actually have a really nitty-gritty function where if the user tells Engage AI who exactly these the people are, Engage AI actually will go and monitor and inform the user to say, hey, of these hundred people that you have already, you are, you want us to monitor, you can find them in the web application. Uh, some some users call it as a mini CRM, so you can see this mini CRM within the Engage AI web application. In a glance, you can tell all of these hundred people how many of them are posts, what are their posts is about in a summary, and all you have to do is just click a link to take you directly to the post. 
and you can comment it from there. That itself, if you have 100 people, it would easily save you 30 to 35 minutes just to check whether people are posting or not. So that that is another tool, uh, another feature that we have got. I think the I think the reason why that is very helpful actually is because um, there's a lot of people. I mean, not me. I post all the time, every day, probably, right? But and sometimes multiple times a day. But there's a lot of people who who don't post that much, right? So exactly. when they post and you're trying to connect with them, um, you know, you want to know it, you want to see it. So sometimes it's kind of the um, luck of the draw, right? Looking through your feed because you might not even see them. So mm-hmm. engage AI monitoring that for you certainly is uh, can be helpful. Um, but what what happens when people never post anything? Is that a case where there's prospects <laughs> that don't take, post anything? I mean, we do have we do need them to post something, right? Just to clarify. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there are people who never post. So. What we are suggesting here uh, right now is if people are not posting, then for what we do right now, that is nothing we can do. So what we are suggesting is, well, you would have to remove them, uh, or you this is not the right. This is not the people that we can help you with right now, um, because where we focus right now is purely commenting and commenting only. Um, we do have a plan to move into the inbox for messaging though. I'll come back to that, but otherwise commenting and commenting only. When we move to the inbox for messaging, then if they are not posting, at least you can still use Engage AI to, to do the, the messaging. But still, you need to find an angle to go in, right? And the way that we see how it works really well right now is when you are moving someone from commenting in the public to the inboxing, that is a very, very natural progression. So say, for example, if I have commented on your post for multiple times, and I know that you and I have been exchanging the, uh, the comment in the public setting, uh, you even look at my profile, I know I can go in for a small conversation. So if I send you a message in the inbox, you wouldn't be so resisting because I am not spamming you and I'm not trying to sell you anything. And all my messages that start is that Chris love what you were sharing about uh, with me about the DBTV the other day. How did you how did you actually get started? You see how that is such a natural progression from a public setting, commenting in public into a messaging in the inbox. I bet you would reply to me, would you, Chris? Thanks. Thanks, and thanks for asking, DBTV. You were talking about that, of course, if you guys don't know. We do uh, broadcast on dbtv.tv. It's on uh, several networks um, and Roku, Amazon, Fire, and all those different places. Um, so, you know, it's very interesting. So if you were to ask me about DBTV, I'm more than happy to talk about it, right? Because uh, the Business Storytelling Show, one of the first shows on there, podcasting on tv it's still kind of a new thing i mean some people <laughs> podcasting as podcasting do you know what i mean like mm. live streaming is still new for some people so definitely mm. interesting to talk about so you have to kind of um, um, figure out what they care about right and of course ai can kind of help you with that um talk about how do you what's the best use case how do you use it i mean um I love to use the LinkedIn app on my iPad, for example, but I also am a big fan 
of like Google Chrome extensions, right? Like I use Grammarly that way. And um, I don't even know keywords everywhere, you know, all these different things on uh, for Google extensions I used to use buffer. I don't do social media scheduling anymore. Um, but what are the most common ways, the easiest ways to use your product? Um, Absolutely. I would say the best way to fully utilize the product is using a CRM with our mini CRM as well as the browser add-on. So what it basically means is that a lot of the SMB order, they already subscribe to HubSpot. They already subscribe to Pipedrive. And if they don't use those two, they some of them probably would have uh, Zapier or Indigrately or make.com. So those would be the intermediate channel to connect to any other CRM. Now, what I am trying to say then is um, with the prospect and the client that they are saving in the mini CRM, they could really integrate with Engage AI directly or using one of those intermediate channels to feed us the people that they care about. And once they feed us the people they care about, in the Engage AI, we will then start monitoring on their behalf to say, of these 100 people within a grant, you can immediately see exactly who are posting. Depending on the CRM that they use, some of them we are actually able to feedback to the CRM itself by saying that, right, when they are in, still in their CRM, they could actually say that, oh, wow, okay, these are the people that I have already integrated and fed to Engage AI. Now it's telling me that, okay, uh, this guy has post, and all they have to do is click the link go there directly, and that is where they then use the browser add-on to mouse over, choose the tone, and then comment. If they want to see in the grant, equally they can come back to our web application, see in the grants, and exactly the same thing. Click on the link, take them directly to the post, and use a browser add-on. I would probably say that is the most, most productive and efficient way to use our product by combining their existing CRM with our web application and the browser add-on. Now, I know that people are also using our mobile app or iPad, um, and that is really useful when you have a couple of minutes in between the meeting here and there that you still want to engage. Um, that is the time that you can use the mobile app uh, to, 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 to use Engage AI. I must say though that the mobile app is still in the early phase of uh, beta testing. So uh, it is not as functioning as well as uh, we could have, uh, we wish to, to, to be building. But overall, that is really the best way of uh, using Engage AI. And I mean, let's be honest, we're only in September, you launched in January. I mean, what isn't early on, right? I mean, everything is early on, <laughs> you're relatively new. So heads up. Heads up to heads up for uh, forty five thousand users already. Uh, so the question I have is, I do think, I mean, there is a little bit of a learning curve, right? Especially, I like to, I actually like to write, um, but I also like to use AI. You know, when when it makes sense to write stuff for me, I don't just go to ChatGPT or anywhere and say, hey, write me an article on what content marketing is. I don't do that, but I might mm -hmm. use as. You know, but I I might use this podcast, feed it in there, say write me 
the show notes and I'll, I'll edit them. Now the editing still takes a little bit of time, but I do think it probably takes less than me writing it from scratch. Plus it does cover mo most everything more, con uh, you know, in, in, as a fuller picture. Um, what's the learning curve for people as they're moving from writing, maybe well, maybe not so well, to having to edit? Like that's a different skill set, right? I mean, are people saying they like that better or it takes them a little bit to get used to or what's their feedback? That is a really, really good question. I am probably saying that we are hearing feedback um, with all kinds. So I, I suspect that it's the same feedback with people using the chat GPT or any of those AI copywriting tool where you have really one category saying that, nah, it never worked. It, it is, is our turn. And I wouldn't be even bothered to try to edit it because editing it is actually taking me more time. What's the point? So definitely that is a group of those users. Then the second group is a lot of time they are telling me that 80% uh, of the time is pretty much spot on. And so I am glad that perhaps we uh, treat that as a compliment and we are doing a good job. So 80% of the time it is doing a good job and they pretty much just take it as it is or they would just add a few words here and there. But 20% of the time, sometimes they think that is a bit out of that. They will redraw it, but also they will give them as an idea and then they just override in one way or another. So that is really the feedback that we are getting. I think the differences between, if I were to compare these to the copywriting or the example that you gave, commenting is so much shorter. And as a result of that, it, it doesn't hallucinate as much. It doesn't go crazy as much. It doesn't go out of the way as much. So uh, in that sense, it's easier for us to control it, but also is lesser of experience uh, in terms of complaining that you would see in the copywriting world. It's, you know, I think what it is too, is when I listen to you, it's, it's like the environment is more compact. It's, co exactly. it's like more, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's whatever it's commenting on, it's literally right there. So it's Correct. not just drawing out of the wild west when you say write me an article about content marketing and it has to draw from wherever if you don't give it the source material so i think that's very interesting uh, exactly. i know we're almost out of time uh, jason really appreciate you coming on the show making the time uh supporting the business storytelling show now my last question if you can answer that maybe in about 30 seconds here what even prompted the development of engage ai what was the aha we got to develop this baby and here's why. Well, as an SMB owner running a consulting business and also being a founder with a STEM skill, the technical skill, but uh, not a good salesman, um, these two really helped me to, to prospect, to, to get comfortable in commenting, to, to know what to say, to know what the right thing to say. And really it's those two combinations that uh, prompt me to build Engage AI. And because I know there are millions and millions of the SMB owner who are busy servicing the client and also they have to keep up their digital presence. At the same time, many, many technical people who are like me who need to master and pick up this sort of skill set. 
in order to be able to do it. So really, those are the two main reasons that I prompt me to build NQHA. I love the last question. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review The Business Storytelling Show on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. See you then.